Hi everyone, you're listening to Memory Foam, and I'm Hiba. If you're just tuning in for the first time, welcome. Let me tell you what we're all about. We're interested in highlighting the role that memory plays in personal narratives and the ways that memory in general affects how we think about events, relationships, ourselves, everything. In each episode, we interview one person or a few people and they share their stories with us. Thanks for tuning in. Disagreeing with family members is always hard, especially when you have different accounts on major events. In this episode, we talked to Brad and his mom about some family drama and varying accounts among his family members about a specific night just a few days before his sister's wedding. And while it might seem like a heavy, catastrophic incident to deal with, the amazing thing is that their conversation was so lighthearted, so hilarious, and ultimately heartwarming in a way, in terms of their relationship despite this memory. Now that I think of it, I did not actually see the making out. I remember now that I could only hear it. How should I introduce myself? I still haven't worked this out. All these things come of age. Hi, this is Hiba, and I'm here with my friend... Brad. And he's going to tell us about some drama with his mama. Is that funnier the second time? (laughs) (laughs) It wasn't even funny the first time. Oh my god, okay. About two years ago, I guess I was 22, uh, my sister was getting married and we're all back in California for my sister's wedding and uh, my dad's still in uh, Colorado at this point and it's my twin brother and I and my mom and me and we are at the beach enjoying ourselves a few days before my sister's wedding my brother and mom decide that they're gonna go out drinking that night and i'm i'm not really a big bar person anyway but at that point no i didn't i still am not that much of a bar person but like back then i was like you had to like drag me like with my fingers um social anxiety My brother and mom are out at a bar and I'm just at the hotel chilling on my computer and it's probably around 9 or 10, I'm not really sure. And my brother stumbles in the door completely wasted and he's just like not the nicest person to me anyway. Like we're, we're close but we've always like fought as much as we are close. So he's just like really laying into me that night and I'm like already like getting so pissed at him. He's worse because he's drunk and he's just saying stupid shit. And then probably around 15 minutes later, my mom comes in like draped over this guy. My parents are still married at this point. They aren't currently married. So they like come into the room. My mom is like so sloshed that she's like not even coherent at that point. And she just kind of like flops on. There are two beds in the hotel. My brother and I obviously aren't in the same bed because we're fighting and we can't <laughs> sleep in the same bed together. So so my mom just like plops into the bed that I'm already laying in and the dude's like, yeah, I have to piss or whatever. So he goes to the bathroom and he like says bye to my mom and like I feel him like put pressure on the bed and then 
like sounds of lips smacking and like I just like go the fuck off like I'm so pissed I'm like get out of this fucking room right now and he's like okay man whatever and he like gets out of the room do you think he noticed you were there before oh yeah, that, he. Both of them did. Yes, they, they knew, knew I was in the room. Okay. Yeah, because I went so to the like beach surprised. with them. No, they okay. knew I. They knew very well that I was yeah. in that room. Maybe my mom didn't realize I was in the bed next to her because she was like completely just like obliterated. Party yeah. Yeah. Um, but um, so I like. I've like never been this mad in my entire life because I don't care if my mom cheats on my dad really like I don't care what they do but I don't want it happening with me in the bed like that's disgusting like I don't even want to see my mom and dad kiss and I don't want to hear my mom like macking with some random dude that she picks up at a bar with me in the bed like less than feet away like inches away from her. And so, like, I'm just, like, fumbling around, like, where the fuck are my glasses? Like, trying to find the keys to the rental car that my mom had taken. Finally find the keys. I get the fuck out, go to the closest gas station, get a pack of cigarettes, and pretty much chain smoke to a friend's house. I live, like, an hour and a half away from the beach we were at. Um, at that point, I didn't really care. I just, like, knew that I could not sit in that room. Like, I'd never been mm -hmm. so angry in my life. And then that family friend ended up picking my brother and my mom up the next morning. And, like, I'm still, like, so mad. I'm not even talking to them. And they're just, like, acting like nothing had happened. And, like, we're trying to, like, stay civil because we're there for our sister's yeah. <laughs> marriage, not for family vacation drama. But eventually I'm like, like, are you going to apologize, Mom? And she's like, for what? And I'm like, do you not even, like, realize what you did? And she's like, no, I, I didn't do anything. And I'm like, Mom, yeah, you made out with the guy with me right there. And she's like, no, I didn't. And I'm like, yeah, you did. And she, like, is continuing to deny. And I'm like, you were drunk. And um, the whole time, my brother, like, he will never take my side. So, of course, he's going along with my mom. Like, you just imagined it. Like, nothing happened. But, like, I know it fucking happened because I heard the lips. And it was disgusting. And they were just, like... Uh, finally she like apologized she's like okay maybe that happened i don't remember it happening and um we kind of just pushed it aside for a long time and then recently i brought it up to my brother well not recently but last christmas so that was like a year and a half after the incident why did you bring it up I don't know how it came up, but it was something that I was still angry about mm -hmm. because... You just wanted to resolve I was... It. Yeah, like, they just, like, didn't believe me, yeah. and it just really frustrated me, and, I, like, I wanted to tell my sister, and I wanted to tell my dad, and I'm Your like... Your sister didn't know? No, I haven't... They to, to this day, this is a secret between my mom, my brother, and I. My brother told me then that my mom had told him that I took a bunch of her migraine medication and had gone crazy and was like having paranoid delusions from the medication. And that's why I thought that she had been making out with that guy. Mm -hmm. And that's why I went crazy. I think my mother 
last time we spoke about it, which was on the phone after you wanted me to do this podcast, uh-huh. I think she finally gave in that the guy gave her a peck before he left. A peck. And a peck, yes. Okay. And that's the most that she'll admit to this point. But mm-hmm. she, at the same time, she's like, I was drunk, I don't remember, but it was only a peck. Mm-hmm. And I'm here at the hotel sober, so... I feel like my story has more give than hers. So, do you feel like since her her story's changed a little bit that maybe her memory of this isn't really accurate? Or do you feel like she is just saying that to, to kind of, you know, ease the tension between you? Well, the problem is, is that I know that she was really really drunk Mm -hmm. so it's really hard to know how much she remembered but the fact that her story keeps changing leads me to believe that she probably knows what happened and she just doesn't want to own up to it and like who would you know yeah it's not fun Mm -hmm. to admit that you made out with some other dude with your son in bed right next to you polite to use a name so hi brad (laughs) do you need a name too or do you just want to be mom you can call me mom or beautiful or Um, sexy that's not like a conventional name so i think we'll go with mom okay call me mom (laughs) well i told them that we were at the beach for adele's wedding And then I was in the hotel room and you and Colin went out drinking and that you came home with the dude and then he came in the room to go to the bathroom and on his way out, he gave you a goodbye make out that you do not recall. And then I told him about how I like took the car and like left and was like really pissed. And so that was my side of the story. Oh, well that... Yeah, that was kind of right, and your side of the story is a little bit calmer than what you remembered it before, so, okay. Well, he remembered me full out making it out in the bed with this dude. Okay, well, I said a little make out. I did say make out. (laughs) I didn't say that you guys were, like, rolling around in the bed, but I heard tongues smacking, so. (laughs) Yeah, okay. Well, yeah, there was no, you want to hear my side of the story? Okay, we decided we were going to go bar hopping, and at the third bar, it decides he wants to go play video games. So then you leave, whoops, Brad leaves, <laughs> and he goes, That's okay, we'll, we'll edit it. He goes back to the room, and then his brother and I are at the bar, and we're just having fun, and we meet this guy, and he buys us drinks, and we're all dancing, we're having fun. And then his brother decides that he's going home, so he goes back to the room, and then this guy says that he'll see me home. And I'm kind of drunk, so I didn't quite remember where I was to get home, so he helped me get back to the hotel room. And then when we got to the hotel room, he said he saw me all the way to the room. It was on the second floor. And then he said, can I use your bathroom? And I said, yeah. And so I just fell into the bed because I was drunk. I fell into the bed, and I assume it was beside Brad because I um, 
but I fell into bed and I was just like falling asleep. He comes out of the bathroom and he gives me a, that was it. And he said, thanks for the fun night or something like that. And he was gone. That was it. And we wake up in the next morning and Brad is gone, completely gone. And I, my text messages, I was just bombarded with text messages from my friend saying, how can you do this? How a married woman doesn't act like that? How can you be making out with men in front of your children? Blah, 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 blah. You're such a terrible mother and such a terrible wife and terrible woman. Wait, this was Cindy that sent you that? Because she was the only person it was I told. Cindy. <gasps> you, you texted her friends when this happened? No, I didn't text her friends. This is the friend that I was talking about whose house oh, I, I went see. to. And I she see. was okay. the only person I told about it. So then I was lambasted about what a terrible mother I was for making out for making out with this guy in front of my son. So I I lean over and said, Colin, what is going on? And Colin says, You weren't making out with anybody. I said, I know I wasn't making out with anybody. And so Colin and I were both like, What the heck's going on? Because Colin was with me all night and he knew that there was nothing going on with this guy. And the only thing I could think of when I, when we packed up our suitcases and we, it was like an hour and a half away. We had to check out of the hotel. We had no car because Brad had taken the car and left and we had to go sit outside and wait. And when I packed up my suitcases, I had Vicodin because I get migraines and I noticed that there were some of my Vicodin gone. So the only thing we could think of was maybe he took some Vicodin, which he had done in the past. We knew that he did this sometimes. The only thing... The only thing we could think of was mixed with a couple drinks in the Vicodin that he was probably hallucinating and thought I was making out with this dude. Okay, I have a lot of things to address about this story. Because for one, maybe you had passed out by the time I left, but I'm pretty sure Colin was still conscious because... For one thing, the guy didn't just leave. I was yelling at the top of my lungs at him. I was like, get out of this fucking room. Like, I was really pissed about it, firstly. And then secondly, I couldn't find my glasses that night or the keys to the car. So I was like shuffling around the room for like 15 minutes being like, where are my fucking glasses? You guys hid my fucking glasses. Like, I was trying to leave and stuff. So that's my first issue with... The story. Do you and want to respond work, to that? And what were while you were yelling at us about your glasses? Laying in bed drunk as fuck. <laughs> <laughs> okay, and secondly, when has Vicodin ever caused someone to have hallucinations? I don't know, maybe when you drink as well? And I didn't, I didn't know what else maybe you had taken. I had never taken your... The only time I ever took your Vicodin was that one time that you found that Vicodin in, like, someone's coat at that church garage sale. And you had, like, hundreds of them. And so Colin and I took some of those Vicodin. That was the only time I'd ever taken your drugs. And that's because you had hundreds of them. And I did <laughs> not take your drugs besides that. And I did not take your drugs that night either. I didn't lie. That's the only conclusion I could come to. That's what I think happened. Okay. I I'm not... Mom, but, like, I'm... you were really drunk, so don't you think that, like, maybe I would remember the story better than you would? 
I think I would remember if I made out with some guy. Okay, maybe our definitions of making out are different, because, like, maybe you're thinking of, like... Well, my yeah, my idea of making out is obviously more than yours, but I, I didn't even really kiss him. How long was this kiss? Like, one, two, three, that much? Probably, like, two or three seconds, because... I, w- I could hear it, and it obviously was, like, you don't want to listen to your mom, like, inches away from you make out with some dude in a bed that you're sleeping in. So, like, I was, like, telling that dude to get out of the fucking room, and that's when he left. Yeah, I can understand that, but I think you totally over... I think you you totally imagined a lot that wasn't there. Okay, that's your opinion usually when I drink and I'm drunk I don't remember things but when people remind me I remember but this time I'm just not remembering that well you remember at least pecking like that's a big enough portion that you should understand where I'm coming from yeah, I do understand, and yeah, I can see why you would even get upset with a peck, but there was, I don't... And then you I, tried to deny it, and then lied and told Colin that I took your medication, and then, like, acted like nothing happened, and I was at fault, like, that whole weekend. Well, there, were no, there was no, like, tongue and all that stuff. You really think that I would tongue some dude in front of you... And laying in bed Mom, beside you, were, you. You were so drunk that you came in and you just passed the fuck out. Like, he could have tunned you without you tunning back. I thought you heard tongue smacking. Yeah, I did hear tongue smacking. <laughs> <laughs> I lived I'm a, something. I'm not a bad mother. Mom, I'm not saying that you're a bad mother. I'm just saying that that you should own up to what happened. Like, that maybe I remember better because I was sober and you were plastered, as you admit. But if I admit to that, then I'm admitting to something I don't remember. I guess that's fair. Yeah. Okay, but you can own up to... to acting like it didn't happen and then, like putting the blame on me and telling Colin that I took your Vicodin. I did put the blame on you because that's the only thing I could think of is why you would would have said that. And I did think that there was some Vicodin missing. Are you sure you didn't take any Vicodin? I don't remember taking any Vicodin, but... Are you, but are you saying you're 100% sure you never took any Vicodin okay, out of my bottle? I can't say that I'm 100% sure that I didn't take any of your Vicodin, but I don't imagine why I would because I've never liked Vicodin. Like when I had my wisdom teeth removed and all it did was make me woozy and go to sleep. And then when I used to take it recreationally, that the one time that Colin and I found your pills, Colin was the one taking most of your Vicodin, Mom. As you know, Colin loves drugs a lot more than I do. Like, I didn't really take that many. And if I did, it was... Sometimes it was for pain, and sometimes it was just 
like mixing it with another drug to see what it would be like. But you don't have hallucinations from Vicodin. Like if I had taken a bunch of your Vicodin, I wouldn't have been so angry that I like took the car and drove off. Like I would have fallen asleep. Um, I don't know. I can I can take Vicodin and still exist. <laughs> yeah, because you you're used to taking Vicodin. <laughs> Yeah. Well, I still don't remember any of that. But you don't remember that you 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 also are admitting that you could have taken bike and it you just don't know. Okay, I'm not I mean, but I was I don't remember being drunk at the time. I'm pretty sure I was sober at the time. And so I'm pretty sure that I did not take any because my memory would have been better of the situation. I'm pretty sure at the time I did not know you had Vicodin with you and I, I'm i 99% so sure so that I did not admit, take your Vicodin. You don't admit that you, when you used to come home, you used to go through my drugs to see what I had and sometimes no, take them. Mom, well, a lot of that was Colin. I did... A little bit, but like I lived with you for two years. Remember, was I taking your drugs then? No, it was when you went back to Lexington that you started taking my so drugs. So when I'd come back on vacation with Colin. Oh. Yeah. I didn't make out with that dude though. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> Okay, well, I'm sorry. I should have approached you and asked you if you took my Vicodin rather than just assuming you did. Yeah. So it's not an issue anymore? No, it's not an issue. Okay. I had no idea that Cindy sent you texts like that, and I'm sorry that that happened. Um, but yeah, I guess I should have been more... Um, trying to think the word um concrete when i was saying like what actually happened instead of just saying making out but i just want to say that mom your memory is really horrible <laughs> you like will watch movies <laughs> and not remember it and then like an hour and 20 minutes through the movie you're like oh wait i have seen this movie Okay. Okay. Well, I'll call you as soon as I get my phone. I'm supposed to fix it on Thursday. I'm sure this podcast is very concerned with when I'm fixing my yeah, phone, but we're, we're going to so, edit this gonna, out. No, we're going to keep this. <laughs> but, um, okay. Yeah, like, I, I'm trying to get it fixed Thursday, but, um, I mean, if Stay you want to Facebook about tonight or whatever, we can do that, or I can just wait till I get my phone. Okay, then I'll see you Tuesday. Tuesday? Yay! Oh, yeah, I You're forgot. Coming. I'm coming, You're coming Tuesday. To see me Tuesday. Yeah, oh, I God. totally forgot it was that oh, soon. I'm so excited. Whoa, looks like your memory is pretty bad, too. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Cool, yeah, I'm really pumped. Yeah. Okay, well, bye. I love you. Okay, I love you bye. too. Bye. Thanks so much, thank and you, thank mom. you. No, thank you. Okay, bye. Bye.
Thank you, thank you, thank you, Brad and Brad's mom for sharing this story with us and with our listeners. You guys are great. You're hilarious. This episode was produced and edited by myself and Will Lemkule. Music for this episode was by Rose, a.k.a. Will Lemkule, a.k.a. Will Lame Cool. Thank you so much for listening, and we'll have some new episodes for you very soon.